What's up, guys? Welcome to the Nurse Speak podcast. I am your host, E.B. And I'm Emily. We're going to be doing part two of last week's episode, which is workplace relationships. So you guys can hear some more knowledge from Sheena and Val. That's right. Episode two. Here we go. Thanks, guys. Why are you making fun of me? No, I'm just laughing because they don't they don't know about your energy like that. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. I do really dumb with being quiet when you guys are talking. I try to be quiet. No. When they're talking. <laughs> Why? Oh. Why? I told her not to speak. <laughs> I think EB tells no, me I'm worthless. Don't, don't, even, so... don't even try to play. Oh no! That is not no, true. no! Don't take any of it See seriously, how they do you, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is disrespectful. Hey, I should I should tell you guys the story of how Emily we started working together. She uh she painted a picture of my dog and basically just weaseled her way into a job. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you do? Oh, I'm a nurse. Well, what are you? And then. <laughs> No, both of you. Like, what's your specialty? We said ours. Did you guys say your oh. specialties? Oh, okay. You want to go first? Um, I did. I did telemetry, and then travel, and then float pool. Yeah, and okay. I, I was ICU float pool till. Or pool is the way to go, man. I don't like people, and it really helps with that. Well, it's it's <laughs> nice because every time's different. Everyone freaks out about like be, having to be flexible and like going. So you're like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like you just go, and then usually I feel like you go to better assignments. Yeah, and you to like help every. I don't know. Like people are appreciative that you're there, which is like. I like that. Yeah. Well, it depends on where you go. I, we definitely, to me, get shitted on, you know, mm, and especially because yeah. sometimes I feel like nurses be hating a little bit that we get the type of freedom and the money that we do. Yeah. Um, but I still would prefer it because I just don't like floor politics. I don't have yeah. right? time for none of that. Yeah. So much like, less they, drama. Thing, yes, the drama yeah. that they be having, I'll be like, y'all don't got no lives at home. Y'all must not. Because I got no things energy. to do. I ain't thinking about what y'all talking about. And you no can energy like, for it. You, a little bit well, mysterious. You know, well, you know, Sarah does pole dancing. Like, bitch, good for her. <laughs> I'm like, I take classes with her on Wednesday. Like, who yeah, cares? Yeah, like, great. The fuck is she teach me? Like, I'm not about to be sitting here playing with y'all. <laughs> and then the same people that be doing all of that talk and be the same one in the manager's ear. Please leave me alone. <laughs> and it's nice because, like, you can kind of stay a little bit mysterious with everyone. So no one's like, you're just there a little bit. You can talk about what you want to talk about. You can say the same story on every unit and it's easy. <laughs> and I don't have to come up with a new one for anyone. And I'm good. Yeah. And then if you travel in football, you leave and you do it again. Yeah. And I moved around a lot as a kid. I changed schools like every year. So I'm really, I'm really good at like going into new environments and just figuring it out. Yeah, that's me too. So it works for me. All right. Next, next story. <laughs> Back to where it came for. <laughs> So I haven't really dated anyone from work. I did date the daughter of a nurse practitioner that I worked with, but that's a different story. I have, however, had a threesome with two of my coworkers. This was a few years ago. I was at the CV surgery picnic. That includes everyone from CVICU. I promise you not all CVICU nurses are bad. CVSC and CVOR and the surgeons. It started out very normally, barbecuing, kickball, etc. But after the surgeons and managers left, I recommended we started playing Whiskey Flip Cup. It was the only alcohol we had left. Well, obviously we all got pretty tipsy. The picnic ended, but I wasn't ready to go home yet. So I asked if anyone wanted to go out. There was just three of us left um, and we went to the bars. I'm gonna take a drink. <laughs> also, I'm, while he's drinking, I have like a poll question for you two. Do you guys call it Flip Cup or Flippy Cup? 
flip cup. Right? He calls it flippy cup. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where why you got that from, bro. That, yeah, why where did you, you get that it? from, bro? Well, the real question is why you got to bring that up? <laughs> you were like, drinking. I needed a poll. I was like, no. You guys are boring me about this, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, you, knew, you knew you already won. You still brought it up. Yeah, I was winning. <laughs> um, hey, that's what they called it at the weird-ass high school I went to, so whatever. Um, anyways, the picnic ended, but I wasn't ready to go home yet. So I asked if anyone wanted to go out. There were just three of us that went out to the bars. A male nurse practitioner, a nurse that I worked with in CVICU, and me. After a few 10% beers, the topic of threesomes came up. I kind of knew at that moment that we'd be having a threesome that night, and we did. It was fun. She's bi, I'm lesbian, and she and I continued to hook up for a while after that. We've both moved away, but we're still friends and we chat on the phone regularly. She's gonna come visit me in a couple of months. The MP and I also stayed friends. He started seriously dating someone a couple of years later. She joined my book club and I became really good friends with her too. I went to their wedding this last year. Pretty sure she doesn't know that I had a threesome with her husband, but I'm not about to spill the beans on that. I guess the point of the story is that it doesn't have to be awkward after you hook up with someone you work with. I'm still great friends with these people, and honestly that hookup was the push I needed to know that I'm really not into men, and I exclusively date women now. Wow, that guy's gonna hear he this must, like, He must have been trash. <laughs> she did not have to add that on the end. <laughs> it, was a com- it was a confirmation for her. She's like, all right. I mean, plus that dude, I bet the whole night he was like, if I just wait, like, I'll at least. (laughs) Sidebar, sidebar. You know what's funny is that a lot of guys that I know that said that they had threesomes said that, like, it wasn't that great. Like, a lot of them be like, yo, like, that shit is hard. (laughs) (laughs) End up getting left out. (laughs) I've never had one, so I don't know. I can't speak on that. But everybody, you're the only guy, so everybody want what you got, and you only got a little bit. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm like, done. So, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know what y'all but, want now. <laughs> nah. but anyway, dope story, sis. Glad you got your rocks off and you gained two friends. Good for you. Yeah, but Life that wedding friends. though, I'm sure he's up there looking at her like, yeah, but like, don't come to my wedding though. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't invite friends. you wouldn't invite it to your wedding? I'm a very like principal person. If you invite somebody that you slept with to my wedding, I might smack the shit. Like that to me, that is so dumb. Like you could just tell me. But they were friends too. Cause she's one yeah, of what like, if in you her were friends though. It was just because she yeah. didn't she didn't she even didn't know. know. We but we're friends. Like I wouldn't lie to my girlfriend. That's my friend, my best friend. I wouldn't lie to her. If I if somebody came around that I slept with, I'd be like, "Girl, you know I used to deal with him." You know, so it's the same thing for my man. Like I wouldn't have my man kicking or busting it up, dapping up another man that I don't fuck with. Like I just think that that's like, why can't we inform each other of these things? Yeah, I wonder but again, if but she's lesbian romantic. though. It don't matter. <laughs> don't invite her. Simple. <laughs> Because <laughs> people take that friend relationship too far too. If you speak every six months, don't calm down. She had to come to the wedding. Um, what if they talk more often? <laughs> I'm just saying, just because you speak to somebody a couple times a year, don't make you a friend. Okay, if that person is a close, close, close friend. Then why can't we communicate about what happened between y'all? If they're yeah, not close enough, yeah. then don't come. 
I, I wouldn't say that though. I, I I don't think I think somebody could be a friend, and I haven't talked to them. I talked to them twice. But here, I but think they really all still friend. were talking, and she had a book club that the like the new wife go, went to. So the wife and this girl were friends, and she didn't know of the past. That happens sometimes, man. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not saying that you can't be close friends with somebody that you speak to once. I have some very close friends that I speak to twice a year. So I'm mm. not I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is is that sometimes when it comes to like work friends and like those type of relationships, sometimes it isn't that deep. And if I slept with you before, I can make it not that deep. And you have choices here. That's all I'm saying is you chose to keep that person in your life and expose them to your wife and your whole situation. It don't have to be like that. You mean to tell me that if you if you with your wife, right? Talking to the guys, if you're with your wife, right? And she you she invited this man to the wedding, you was busting it up with him. Y'all got drunk together. He's talking about his his situation. And you find out a year later that he slept with your wife. You mean to tell me that y'all wouldn't be like a damn? You could have told me okay, though. I'd be mad. Like some secrets, some secrets are just not worth it. You could have just told me if it was so nothing, and she's a lesbian, and it don't matter. Then what is the secret? You make it a sneaky for nothing. Well, okay, well, okay. So they joined the same book club, right? Um, that it's at that moment that's kind of like because she became the wife and the lesbian became friends. Yeah. So the lesbian could have been invited by the wife to the wedding. So do you think in that situation he should have told he should have told his wife like, hey, by the way? Yeah. I think well, so. it's too far gone now. You can't tell her now. Like it don't matter now. But I'm just saying. In the beginning, I would have said something. So right when they joined the book club, like, hey, by the way. I don't know when they crossed paths or why, but I just feel like I would have said like, oh, yeah, we had, At a, some point you said something. We had a little. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I just don't think it's that some lies, if they're revealed later, hold so much more right. weight than if yes. they were revealed. Because now I'm questioning yeah. every conversation you told me you had with her. Yeah. Every time that you tell me that you was texting you know, Jamie, I'm like, well, damn, you told me you were texting Jamie a lot. What the fuck was y'all? <laughs> and you told me that she flew out here that one time. Because women, we yeah. we create stuff. Remember we will create too. a whole movie. We will create a whole <laughs> movie from little tiny details that you didn't even think we remembered. You know, <laughs> don't give us that space. Just just go ahead and reveal that. Just let us know. That's <laughs> oh, so yeah, funny. Yeah, be honest. Yeah. yeah, it's good. If you're saying that she's a lesbian and she's not into you, it's not that deep. It was a drunk night. It never happened again. Then what is the big deal to tell me? That's when I'm going to think that you're hiding something because why are you Especially telling me? she's understanding. Why aren't you telling me then? If it's, mm-hmm. so, if it's not a big deal, then why aren't you telling me? Now... Bro, if you listen and don't say shit, it's over. It's done. <laughs> leave, leave that shit where it's at. Yeah. Like, it's done. You know, but at the time, it just would have been so much easier. She probably still would have joined the book club. She don't like men. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. she don't even like men, so. Yeah, yeah but it probably would have been that simple. Like, yeah, yeah. Mess- I'm talking to this girl. She barely even touched my husband because she don't like men. Yeah. You could have flipped it, dummy. She not going to give her details. You could have been like, oh, we barely touched. I really just smashed the other girl. <laughs> Boom. Mm. You win. I was just there. Like, I've... <laughs> I saw I was a look just, it was like, I was nope. there. not for me. In the corner. <laughs> like, lie about just, that part. Lie saying. about that part. <laughs> <laughs> and that happened to me before, by the way. That happened to me before. What happened not, to you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what, what actually happened to you? <laughs> I had a I had a partner who had me around a female friend who I thought was just a friend and come to find out. They did deal with each other years ago. Oh, but my right. point is, is that that makes you question every single conversation after that. Right. And they had no dealings with each other. It was just something simple back in college. It was over with, but it doesn't matter. The point is, is that now I'm thinking, what was your reason for life? It's no big deal. 
then what was your point? You met me at a time that she wasn't even a factor. You could have told me that from the beginning. No, what, was what was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? I just explained the reason. What was the reason? <laughs> <laughs> what was the reason? <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like Sheena is nailed everything on this. Nailed it. <laughs> she just been on point. No, but relationships are hard. There's no reason to add in extra stuff. Just go ahead and lay that out. Most of the time. He, he, she probably found out about the friend before they were serious. You could have told me that from the beginning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then well, once we got serious, I would have had no choice but to accept her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This story is a little bit. Just go into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So during nursing school, I went through a separation pending divorce. I had moved out and got a job at a hospital as a CNA to support myself. I wasn't looking to date anyone but I did want some friends since I didn't know anyone in that city. Anyways, there was an ER tech being super friendly and he was known around the hospital for being a sweet guy. So when he asked me out, I politely declined, explaining that I was still married and I was going through a separation. He said he understood and just kept the conversation friendly. So later, he invites me to a concert with a group of friends and I think, great, this isn't a date, a group of people, I can make friends. Wrong. He picks me up and we go to this concert, no friends in sight until the end of the show. During the concert, he's buying me drinks and he buys me concert merch that I did not ask for, which we all know concert merch is crazy expensive. And that is literally in all caps. She's like, I did not ask for. Yeah, like what? <laughs> That's like buying someone like a, it's too much on the first day. Mm -hmm. The night ends and he takes me home. Other than it being awkward because he was treating the situation as a date, I had a decent time. So we text a few times after that, and he keeps asking me out, but I keep declining. A month later, he's still asking me out. One of the worst things about me is that I hate telling people no, even if I really don't want to do something. So I give in and say yes. We both work weekends, so when he asks if he can take me out on a Tuesday, I'm like, sure, whatever. Maybe a Tuesday would make it less like a date. Wrong. I wake up that Tuesday only to realize that it's freaking Valentine's Day. He comes and picks me up with flowers and takes me to a pretty restaurant. I feel terrible because I don't really like this guy, but he's being so nice, so I go with the flow. We come back to my place after, and he asks to see my apartment. One thing leads to another, and I end up getting my pussy eaten. <laughs> it was a terrible experience because the whole time I was just wishing it wasn't happening, but technically, I did say it was okay. You just sound like a victim. <laughs> no, that's my thing. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. This is wild. <laughs> This is wild to me. Yo, people are so delusional. Uh, what? Anyways, and then I was like, I "This." I realized it was. You're I realized it was freaking God. Valentine's Day. Fuck out of here. Yeah. I just dropped my vagina in his mouth <laughs> by accident. <laughs> like, bitch, the fuck was supposed to feel what bad you for you? About? He's like, I have a really hard I time saying no. Okay, <laughs> keep going. No to that, no to a head between your legs. Are you yeah. serious? Right. It was more like she was like, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you, but <laughs> sit your ass nicely. <laughs> Let me just excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I'll with that. <laughs> he leaves, then after he claims he's head over heels in love with me. He's texting me a million times a day, and then he's getting mad at me. <laughs> of course. Brandon, can we edit in WAP, right? <laughs> He's texting, me. Uh, he's texting me a million times a day and then he's getting mad at me when I don't respond right away. 
he starts asking me about my marriage and if I still talk to my husband and when we're actually going to get divorced. He really starts freaking me out, so I decide to finally stand my ground and tell him, no, there's no way this is going anywhere and he needs to stop contacting me because I'm just uncomfortable. Surprise, surprise, he doesn't leave me alone. I end up having to block him on all social media and my cell phone. About six months after all of this happened, I graduate nursing school and he shows up at my graduation with flowers, even though I didn't invite him. I end up getting back with my husband after being separated about 15 months. I keep working at the same hospital just as an RN now and he's still there. I get pregnant and he finds out and tells some of my coworkers how devastated and heartbroken he is. Luckily, they all tell him to move on and leave me the F alone. Fast forward to a year later, he starts texting me through a new number asking if we can be friends. And I'm like, okay, whatever, I can be nice. I start to feel sorry for him because I know I let him on. Wrong again. He starts asking if I can be his work wife, saying he will treat me the way I deserve to be treated and that I will always be his girl no matter what. I blocked this guy again. This was almost four years ago, except now he's an RN. Last week, I find a note stuffed into my locker, we label our lockers with our name, that has my name drawn on it with a note that says, just saying hi, signed with his name. If I end up on the news as missing, it's definitely going to be this guy, just so you guys know. Yo. How you gonna write an anonymous letter and a, and a note at the same, ma'am, we, <laughs> who, what district do you live in? Listen, this, man. How are we supposed to help you? No. <laughs> this is her fault no. as much as, no, nah, Get no, out of here. I think, I think she should have said no a lot earlier, but then he was the one that just was like this crazy, like. Well, I'm sure he kept coming to the fact that he was like, well, I, she doesn't say no. She let me yeah. do this. She must. <laughs> Man. And listen, I, I I'm a hard say knower too, so I'm not I'm not saying that that part is easy. Yeah. But like, come on, you can't get to the point where you're doing sexual stuff with somebody that you claim that you're not attracted to and that you're not like. Come on, like it's a reason why he feels the way that he do. You giving us this amount of the story, but I'm pretty sure that you like his attention enough to keep it going. Mm -hmm. On the first read, that's why I was like, okay. I mean, what were you texting back that like led to like right? But then also. On the second read, I started thinking about it. I was like, I feel like a lot of times women do feel like this need to be polite to the, yeah. like, where they get themselves in a weird situation. Like, she feels guilty because she knows, like, okay, I did lead him on, so I feel bad. Like, even though I don't like him, I want to, like, I can, I can get her side of being like, I know I should say no because I don't like him in that way. But at the same time, you feel bad and you she was like, trying Oh, he's to, a like, nice guy. Yeah, like trying to make friends and like whatever. So like it shouldn't have got to the point that it got to for sure. Right. But then once she does say no later and was like, hey, this isn't going to go anywhere. I'm back with my husband. The texting, the calling, the letters, yeah. like, that needs to stop. He definitely was being... Right. And and again, why are you talking to someone that you had any sexual contact with while you with your husband? Yeah, and because she, that she, you're not, you're not I mean, friends with him. What did you, you, he, yeah. Yeah, that's not your friend. It's like an so idea. If your husband, right? If your husband yeah. came home and said, "Yeah, this girl gave me head a few years ago. I'm gonna be her friend now." The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, people. We when you when you give these type yeah. of stories and you give the context, it sounds like oh, <laughs> but real shit. Let your husband come home and be like. Oh yeah, she gave me head a few years ago. It's nothing like that. She just my friend, but we gonna talk and be cool now. Like what? Yeah. Oh and yeah, she's a stalker, and I had to block her a million times. And she said that she loves me, and she tells everyone that. But I'm still gonna be friends with her because you know she cool. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Flip it. 
Listen, <laughs> you do this all the time, though. That victim, no, you're not gonna sit here and play the victim in this situation. Sorry, <laughs> ain't buying it. Nah, <laughs> fuck out of here. Nah. Okay, well, no, this is what this is what tripped me out. No, the this is what tripped me out. Like, <laughs> this is what tripped me out. Like, right? This okay? Oh, oh, yeah. I'm gonna go on a date with you on Tuesday. Oh, I mysteriously wake up and find out it's Valentine's yeah. Day. Oh, my yeah. fucking God. So guess what? I, I slip on a nice red dress. Oh, I didn't mean to. But, you know, Oops. I just put on a nice red dress and come with you and then open my legs. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. <shit>. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like I'm going to get this head on Valentine's Day. Men can be pushy. So I'm not saying yeah. that. Men yeah. can be pushy. And women do find sometimes it hard to say no. I'm definitely not saying that I haven't been there. Yeah. But like, I don't think I went as far as like a sexual thing. Right. Like that's a bit far. Cause like once you add sex to it, then it takes away your, I don't like you. Like, why would you do that if you didn't? Like, right. If he is a pushy person, which he seems to be, cause at the end, like this is extreme. So he may have been an extremely pushy person. The other thing too, is like the way this is written is like, yeah, like you read it and there, there's something about the way she writes it that like your first reflex is, you're like, oh, and then yeah. when you yeah. really break it down, you're like, wait, wait a second. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, right. And you called it out. The, the Valentine's yeah. Day thing. Like there's no way you found out that day it was Valentine's Day. Like it never came up till something. then. Come on. If you and your husband were still in contact, y'all talked about Valentine's Day. Yeah. Or even you know saying? if you have, if you have social media, if you have anything, any, like it came up, like this is a, yeah. And like, get your lie game up, get your lie game up. You could have said, Oh, I'm going out with my ex-husband today. The fuck I'm going out with such and such. Oh, yeah. I'm, we having a girl's Valentine's day today. Get your lie game up, but don't sit there and get your, <laughs> get hit by accident. <laughs> like the fuck. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. But lie better. Oh, my mom in my house. Lie better. <laughs> yeah. It was all honesty. It was all honesty. Listen, that isn't a lot. Like, that's not a lie that harms anyone. The point is that if you feel as though you can't say no, then make up another reason. But you don't you don't accidentally get hit just because you can't say no. So what does that mean? Do you accidentally get smashed because you can't say no? Of course. So the whole ER can be like, well, <laughs> if I put a little bit of pressure on her, maybe like, no, it ain't that much pressure in the world. You wanted you, you wanted head. You was you was lonely. It's all right. She was lonely. She wanted something. No. Yeah, he probably smelled good. good. It's okay. Too. He probably smelled good. It's okay. <laughs> sis, I feel you. I've been there. I was alone the whole quarantine, sis. I've been there. You know what I mean? But don't don't do that and then feel like you could tell a story like we supposed to be like, oh. And how how old is she? Is she like to me? I'm like know. this got to be like she got to be like 21 or something. I don't yeah, know. No, see from now on they need to write in they they they, they age. Age. I need to know because this is ridiculous. Director of medicine, what he had going on. <laughs> age and ethnicity. We need to know. I need to know matters. these things. <laughs> It matters to the story. You better be 22. I swear to God, you better be. <laughs> That's the only way. I you would. better be 22. Other than that, go sit your stupid ass down somewhere. Stupid. She's like, reflect, write it down. Oh, be honest. Man. Learn to be honest. You try and get yourself in a pickle. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's dangerous for real that's how that's how people get you know yeah. in situations like don't do that yeah. Uh -uh. yeah you know don't polite yourself into situations right. you don't like there's no you don't need to be polite to anyone if you don't want to do anything right. yeah like 
Well, and then because then it gives you room to paint him as like a, a harassment type of person or a predator. And that's not fair to him either. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So yeah. when it comes down to it, like, I'm not saying that no one is perfect. You can land yourself in any situation. I'm not saying it like that, but I'm just saying as women, we need to protect, protect ourselves too. You know what I mean? So that you're not putting yourself in predicaments where you can get caught off guard like that. Like, that's scary. You got to yeah. be careful. Yeah. 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 You don't owe anyone politeness. Like, no, like, you don't owe any dude being Even nice if on this nice to you and you want to make friends. You don't have to feel the pressure to go on a date with him. Because yeah. sexual favors isn't politeness neither. So just go ahead and sit down. That's not nice to him either. He's, if you're sitting there, he's over there doing all that. Try, actually, okay. Next door. I'm sorry. But again, she wrote it. Something else probably didn't happen. Of she course, something it. else happened. Come on. Yeah. I, I mean, if he's listening, uh, he, well, he's, we, we'd accept your side of the yeah. story too. So just write it <laughs> to us. <laughs> I guess he's a nurse, right? He's yeah, a nurse he's too. A, yeah. You might know the story if it sounds familiar to you, and oh, you're this man. dude. Let us know. Did you eat someone's? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take a girl to a concert and buy her merch. Take yeah. her out on a Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, it sound like you. Last week, if you wrote a letter and put it in a girl's locker. <laughs> yeah, because she let said me know. it happened last week. Yeah, is this is recent. an ongoing and see, thing. Yeah. And see, that's also why you have to be careful. Like. I, you know, we, we're in an era where that's very popular, but I think you also have to be careful with what you allow people to buy for you too. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I think this is a lot of women, but like, Oh yeah, buy me this, buy me that. Da, da, da. And I'm, and I'm, I'm with that too, you know, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, you gotta be careful because a lot of people expect something in return. Yeah. Thing, you know, like once they do that for you, that's the equivalent of, a woman having sex like to them that's like oh she 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 with it like she yeah. she want me too they think they paid for it's something like a deposit. which is yeah, no, no, no. yeah which is <laughs> yep nope yeah and, and sometimes you got to be careful about how far you let that go and maybe i'm you know maybe i'm too old but you gotta be careful yeah yeah she better be 22 all right guys <laughs> buckle up for this next one yeah oh lord where the feet go there hold on <laughs> All right, this is, this is a wild story of how my man and I got together. My husband and I met when I was a new grad on his unit. At the time, I was in a five-year relationship with a somewhat controlling, borderline abusive guy. I never noticed my future hubby due to his quiet and all-business attitude during a report. I was day shift, he was night shift. About six months out from us getting together, we had two coworkers on his shift in a blatant affair. One was a young woman and the other was a middle-aged married man. There was a lot of tension on his shift, so I asked him about how he felt about this. He said it made him so uncomfortable and that he knew the wife, which made him even more upset over it. My boyfriend at the time had cheated on me a year prior and it had wrecked me. I was young and dumb and should have left years earlier. I had mentioned to my future man that I hoped one day I would be enough for someone. And he looked at me dead in the eye and said in the most sincere tone that I was more than enough. That conversation was exactly what I needed and made me determined to leave my boyfriend after our lease was up in two months. I started to pay attention to my coworker more. He never participated in the whole look at the tits on room five's daughter, etc. He was never crude or hateful to anyone at work. When I moved to my new apartment, I already knew I wanted to know more about my coworker. So I began flirting with him and teasing him. He never really took the hint and I didn't really know how to show that I was interested without seeming desperate. He later told me that he had mentioned to his friends on night shift that he thought I liked him and they all said, nah man, she's just a flirt, she's not into you. Finally, <laughs> which, 
<laughs> Finally, after a few weeks, he texted me about a work thing that obviously could have waited till the morning and we never stopped texting. My ex had been keeping some stuff in my new place while he found another apartment and unfortunately had a key to my new place. Although he was a bad boyfriend, he wasn't a bad person is what I kept telling myself. I know, stupid. Anyway, I left my phone at my new apartment and my ex had come by to grab some of his things and read my text messages between me and my coworker. In the course of my relationship with my ex, I told him several times that I was dumb, but I always came back thinking he would change. Well, I came home to spices and honey all over my kitchen floor, my mattress with knife slashes, furniture broken. He beat the crap out of me and held a load of guns to my head, demanding to know where my coworker was. He broke my phone when I tried to get it and run. He legitimately thought I was going to come back to him, just like every time. He told me he wanted me to get in the truck with him and go to our hometown where he could keep an eye on me. I was so scared for my life and without a phone that I went with him. Yeah. When we got to our hometown, he dropped me off at my parents' house, and I told my mom shortly after getting there. During the two-hour drive, my adrenaline wore off, and I was a lot calmer slash in shock. My mom is dysfunctional as hell and had no advice and didn't do anything, so I used her phone to call another coworker who was also a pilot and had a four-seater plane that he uses with his family. He came to get me the next morning when my ex was out to help one of his family members. I wasn't going to ask my new hubby because it all seemed so dramatic and we hadn't been together for very long. When I got back, I went to the police with a friend who had been abused before and filed a police report. I decided to start travel nursing to get away from it all, and my guy, who I'd only been dating for about a month, decided he wanted to go with me and see how our relationship played out. We've now been married for over three years and have a baby. It's a wild story with a lot of pain, but it led me to this wonderful, drama-free life that I'm so grateful for. Mm. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Heavy. Yeah. That's one thing that people don't be realizing is like, when you see somebody that has like manipulative and controlling personalities and they're threatening and like, it don't usually end there. You know, those red flags, boy, they don't, they, you know, and I've been there too. So I'm definitely not judging her for not, you know, for going back and forth. It happens. We've all been there Mm -hmm. but like when it comes to like controlling and manipulative behaviors we'd be thinking like oh well he only does this oh he just wants me to come in by a certain time or he just doesn't want me to hang out with that friend you know just her it's not everybody else we make excuses for it when you don't be realizing it escalates yeah and the more that they lose control the crazier they act you gotta listen I, and I've been in a similar situation too, where, where not, not violence, where my ex-girlfriend, you know, if she loses control of the situation, she starts to behave very erratic. Not not violent though, probably. I would say just short of violence. And like, I would say that at the time, I just saw the good in her, and I thought that she would she'd be working on it it's because we talked about it before. So I could see how in these situations, just like you said, Sheena. You know, someone like the the writer, she's trying to reason what he's doing, but we're just either naive or we just continue to give a benefit of the doubt, even to a fault. It's our lack of awareness in these red flags that is the issue. Because now I can see that shit from a mile away. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But back then, age and maturity, though. Yeah, back then I didn't have that kind of discernment, so it's tough. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. Don't ignore those feelings that you do have. Like they're like, oh, it's not. He's not that bad. But like, don't ignore those feelings because 
they're important to follow. Yeah. This also ties into like that whole soulmate thing sometimes for people. This is where I see people kind of like, oh, but he, I think he's the one. He's the one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the one who's going to beat the shit out of you for like the Literally. rest of your life if you God don't get out damn. of here. Like when we were talking about it earlier, that's why, that's why I meant I, that it's always somewhat that scenario of them like, they think something special is going on in the relationship, so they're willing to overlook other stuff, you know? There are plenty of great people out there without that stuff. Yeah. That's hard to see, I feel like, when you're in something, though. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's tough, man. Yeah. When you're with someone, though, it is so tough because a lot of times you just fear leaving them. You fear starting over. When you're with somebody, a family is your family. Yeah. Their friends are your friends. Mm. Y'all finances are mixed. It is hard to leave someone. You know, if y'all have children, it's so hard. But I just think that, again... Is not going to get better. So, uh, like, you just wasting your time anyway. You're just going to end up being in the same situation with just more baggage. You know, the hardest thing about a situation like that, too, is that, like, from the outside, if you have a friend who's going through that and stuff, it's very hard to, like, make them see it. You can't make them leave. Nah. And, like, and, and even sometimes they'll leave for a little while and then you watch them. Go. It's just, it just shows how hard it is to get out of a relationship when you're really right. that like entangled in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, I think that's one of the things about domestic abuse that's so like hard to fix. And that's why as a friend, sometimes you got to love people. You got to love them through it or love them from a distance, but don't make them feel small. Cause that's what the boy doing all day. Yeah. So like you're not helping by making me feel stupid all the time. It's so easy to talk up, talk shit when you're not in it. Yeah. When you're in it, you make excuses. You say, oh, it's only that friend he doesn't mm-hmm. want me to be around. Yeah. Or he's just trying to protect me. Or yeah. And it is a that's fine line. For real, for real. It's a fine line sometimes. You know what I mean? There are guys that want you to walk in, in on the inner of the street. You know, is that controlling? Not to me, but for somebody else, maybe it is. You mm. know what I mean? So it just yeah. it's such a fine line as far as what is controlling and manipulative and all of that. But I just say, if it don't feel right with you and it's not consistently positive and consistently making you feel good, what are you going back to? That's tough. Those kind of things are nature things, though. That's not... Typically, somebody that hits someone is going to hit the next person. There's not many people that just hit one chick. Right. But the thing is, Sheena, like that, that's a that's a situation in that we hear more about this happening to women. Right. So you have to question, Okay, what is her upbringing? Because a woman's upbringing will dictate what she she's going to tolerate in these relationships. What I've seen is that in these relationships, when Absolutely. the woman is tolerating this kind of abuse, it may not have to be physical. It could be psychological abuse. If you look closely in their family, it's either the dad was not around or the dad was around, but he was probably doing the same to mom. And so if mom is accepting it, then naturally she's going to feel like that's okay. That's part of being in a, in a partnership, in a relationship. Right. So these these things are tough, man. But you know, she's her situation is a huge blessing though. Cause there's not a lot of people that meet someone after that that knows how to treat them and knows how to nurse. Cause I'm sure she needed a lot of healing. That was very close together, you know? So it's not many men that can take on the type of challenge of helping her heal, loving her through her issues, loving her through whatever healing, you know, process that she had. And it's a lot of women that, like you said, because they were raised like that, they end up un you know, unintentionally attracting men that are like that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's super, just a very big blessing that she was able to find someone who was like the total opposite and treated her with love and respect. Cause that's rare. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, Valentine, what you just said, like guys who do that shit, I would assume some of that is the same kind of upbringing issue. Like they saw 
yeah. men in their life treating women like that. And like, right. I don't, it's just when you see that happening to a friend, you keep watching them going back and you, you just don't even know what to like, how to get through or how, how right. to help them get through it, you know? Because sometimes if you try to help or you, you come in the wrong way, they're going to shut down and not want to deal with you because you're talking right. about their mm -hmm. other person, you know? Yep. Right. And so it's just, I don't know, it's just such a difficult situation. Yeah. Uh, it is. And it's hard to watch that from as a loved one. Yeah. That's sad though, because it did sound like she made a lot of progress to try to get away from him and just kept falling back in. But I'm glad he didn't kill her ass because that sounded like he was taking you somewhere. Uh, yeah, that story yeah. got like dangerous fast. Yeah, when she started talking about getting the truck with a loaded gun, I was like, oh. Well, and he broke her phone. He broke her only way of like contacting anybody or, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so many cases of violence towards women that it just be like, damn, like. Why? Even and not to even bring that up, but even like the Megan Thee Stallion thing, like how are we justifying? Yeah. Like, are you serious? In what situation could you possibly ever what person that once you pulled the gun out didn't stop? Even if it was that she possibly let's I don't even think that's true, but let's just say that she possibly was the aggressor. What possible situation did she still approach you after you pulled the gun out that you still had to shoot her? Yeah. It's sad that that men even feel the need to put their hands on a woman and women shouldn't put their hands on men either. So I'm, I feel the same way, both sides. I just feel like there's no reason for that. Yeah. You know, even uh, the story earlier where she talks about waking him up with a slap, I was like, slap the wrong dude. That's, <laughs> that's uh, he just heard the, the belt, the start of the, the round go off, you know? Yeah. In my head, I was Thanks. like, don't, don't hit people, you know, like. I agree. Adults, as a general rule, like you know, I'll, I'll talk shit. Like I'll post something like, "Oh, you catch them cheating, knock them between the refrigerator and the cupboard." Like you know, some, some <laughs> yeah, stupid shit like this. <laughs> but but real shit, I just feel like I listen. I'm five ten. Most guys that I date are six foot and above. I don't I don't want to fight. I'm actually <laughs> cool. Like <laughs> like I don't want to fight. So. I think that, you know, in my past, oh, of course, you know, I've, I've had my dealings when I was young and stuff like that. But now I don't got time for that. I don't want, I don't, I don't think it's ever okay. And my dad always taught me, don't, don't hit a man unless you're ready to get hit back. I ain't ready to get back. I'm cool. <laughs> uh, all right. We got two more stories. I'm going to take a we drink. this one? There's only, there's only, actually, yeah, Emily, why don't you, why, I'm going to tag, tag you in. Okay. I started a new job in my hospital and started eyeing one of the assistant nurse managers who worked there. Of course he's married, but he's still cute and nice and funny, so no harm in flirting with him. Honestly, I never thought anything would happen until one Christmas party he basically tells me he liked me since I started there and thinks I'm beautiful and wants to sleep with me. I literally run away from him, like run away. But he follows me and is persistent and over the next couple of months we start hooking up. Key is persistence. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the story from before I saw I'm sorry okay I know Q I'm a terrible person and I felt bad but they were basically separated living in different rooms just together for the kids honestly I never felt like it was just a fling he would always tell me he loved me and did things for me but it was so complicated after a year I ended it because I'm too invested and I love him and I know he'll never leave well not even a week later he told me he wanted to divorce and he moved out he told me he just needed to hear from me that I really wanted to be with him. I never thought it was an option. Now we've been together for three years. I've gotten a new job because people love to talk and gossip and disagree with our relationship. Did I mention he's 15 years older than me? I used to be upset when people talked bad about me, but I stopped caring. 
I'm secure in our relationship and we love each other and that's all that matters. Of course, our relationship is complicated at times, but I wouldn't change it for anything. I couldn't imagine my life without him. So, you know, at the start when she's like, it was just harmless flirting yeah. on you. No. I was like, what? No. <laughs> exactly. I was like. You know what they're doing. Yeah. That's like being stupid. No one flirts without some level of like intent yeah like where could this go like is there such thing as harmless flirting now not with someone you got to see regularly the other stories where people are in relationships and then kind of flirt with someone flirt with other people and it develops into something else i would say that's not harmless flirting those are co-workers that i've seen regularly and starting things with right i don't know say you're randomly on a train or something right and like you there's a stranger sitting. I'm not, this is not a real scenario. I'm just trying to pull something out of my ass here. That's kind of like, this is work. But if you're like sitting up, like you talk to some stranger you're never going to see again, you guys have a good connection, whatever, they hop off the train. That's about it as far as harmless flirting. But if you're talking to like some coworker and like you're intentionally flirting with them, I think you're fooling yourself if you're like, he's but married, no matter. big deal. Like, why are you messing with this dude's marriage? Wow. <laughs> Let me say this. I think that when people get into situations like this, they don't necessarily think of like how it could turn into another thing. I wouldn't want to get with somebody who broke up with somebody else for me. Because to me, that means that you would break up with me for somebody else. I don't feel comfortable with that. I want you to leave a person because you're unhappy with them and you don't want to be with them anymore. Not because a new hot tamale came into your life and made you yeah. feel better. Because I'm going to be the old hot tamale one day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. 10 years from now, I'm going to be the one that's washed up and not new to you. I can't right. never compete with a new person. New is always going to be, you know, a certain amount of allure to it. You know what I mean? Shiny. Right. And secondly, I just feel like I don't think that when you open yourself up to a certain level of flirting, I just feel like don't embarrass me. You know that we meet coworkers, spouses all the times at parties, at little events, stuff like that. Don't embarrass me. Don't have somebody come up to me like, yeah, you be talking to her a lot. Cause you know, everybody know that one person on the unit that's the flirt that everybody talk about. Like, yeah, girl, he married, but you know, how he do. I don't like that. Don't let that yeah. be my man. No, I've de- you, you know that especially if the nurse works on the unit with you, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, he with her, but you already know. Or yeah, her boyfriend is the bull down in the ER that talking, you know, or you know who I'm talking about. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. No, don't embarrass me like that. I don't want people to know my man as the one that flirts with all the interns. Like, uh-uh. Would you say that there are some men or women who it's part of their personality to flirt? Or... Another way of saying it is their interaction is natural. However, oftentimes it's viewed as flirting. Would you say that's that that's the me. case? You tell it. You tell that's my me. life. That's me. That's me wholeheartedly. Like I'm just a very friendly person, and I like I like the male personality. I love picking males' brains. I think that y'all are very interesting creatures. <laughs> um, so you know what I mean. Like I, I am that person that will bust it up with a guy and talk to them or whatever, and it could be very threatening to another female right. on accident. Like yeah. I don't realize that possibly, and of course, of course, I may realize that that person finds me attractive but i feel like does that necessarily mean that it's flirt like you know what i mean like it, there is a line you know what i mean yeah. in my head mm-hmm. i always knew when the line was crossed you know what i'm saying you always know when it's like oh no boy trying to get some ass let me chill <laughs> like you know you you you, you, you i'm just saying like 
you always know when it goes too far. Like all people like attention, men, women, no matter what, everybody likes a certain level of attention, but you know, when that person wants more than just like, you you know, you know, yeah, no, I, I think that's definitely true. Even if you just imagine like everyday conversations with like coworkers and like people you get along with, there's like having friendly conversation, you guys get along and there's that moment where someone says something that like takes it from like the subconscious, like a very clear, like, like I just made a clear advance. And everyone feels it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even if it's just you two talking, there's that moment where it's kind of like, you, you're right. There is a clear line, a clear line. And you just know it. You just know it. Like there's always that line and other people can see it too. The other people know when you cross that line mm-hmm. too, y'all smiles look different around <laughs> each other. Y'all all, of a sudden, y'all all of a sudden shoulder to shoulder and shit. Like, what are you so close for? Like, like, nah. It's a wide hallway. No, there's a lot of room. No, I'm so, I'm so serious. Like there's so many times where I have like, playfully flirted with somebody and then you could just tell everybody in the room like mm, mm-hmm. look at them mm-hmm. uh-huh i even had a patient call it out before <laughs> you know what i mean so like you know when that line is crossed and i just feel like don't get me wrong it can get there by accident i'm not saying that it can't happen by accident because it does you're around somebody for a lot of hours a week you know what i mean it's understandable sometimes how it gets there but you have the responsibility as the person that's in a relationship to go ahead and back yourself up. And if I feel as though if he didn't do that for her, why would you think he would do it for you? Yeah, definitely. He's been with her for years. He got kids with her. He got money with her. He got ties with her. Leaving her messed up his whole situation. Leaving you don't do nothing. That's true. That's true. And at the end, I, what uh, what does she say about the relationship? That it's complicated. Stay together and they're good. And it's complicated. And she but, says it's complicated. Which but she wouldn't change it for anything. They're not married, right? They're No, they're just together. But are they yeah. are they official? It didn't say anything about them getting married or like... My, my point is like, this is still not very solid. Yeah, even. it's still new. It's <laughs> like, three dude, years new. <laughs> this dude could still and just be like, uh, my you wife and kids. the facility that you were at. Mm-hmm. You left the facility that you were at. You care. Yeah. Whether you say you don't his care job, or not, that, you His care. job didn't change. Her job had to change. Yeah, she she, care. she. Yeah, she. I mean, has she cares. His kids too. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, there's. Yeah. That's a that's a part of. Like, it, it would not be hard for him to go back to his wife. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, sorry, yeah. whoever you are, and I hope you're happy. <laughs> sorry, and you know, let's be real. Like, relationships are very complicated. Okay, but sometimes people overcomplicate them. <laughs> and this one, yeah, you did a number. That's a lot. Y- you know, Sticky. I'm uh, I'm. I just, I know the people who send these stories and obviously listen to the yeah. <laughs> who will listen to this podcast. And hear this. thank you guys for sending these in. Real truth and real. Um, I hope you guys appreciate bluntness. I mean, I feel like we kind of gave it to you guys straightforward. Today. <laughs> I like it. But honestly, I think uh, that's how it should be. You know, I feel like a lot of times when we've done this podcast in the past, I'll be on the verge of saying something. I'll be like, let me not say this because I don't want this person listening Sometimes to me. Sometimes it's like, a good thing <laughs> to say <laughs> I want them listening and be like, damn, EB, chill. But Yeah, yeah. EB, you, you just stopped yourself like 10 times. Today, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm looking at you like, <laughs> I know what you want to say. <laughs> but the best thing about this group right here, though, is like, I know I don't have to say it because one of you guys will say <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll say it. I gotta come back every week. I gotta. (laughs) 
I need people to send in stories. No. I can't have it be like. But then you want me to come. Uh-uh. <laughs> you want me to be the person. He's, he's having you do then his want- dirty work. Okay. Hey, yes. But listen though, listen though. I gotta say though, this actually has been- no. You said much wiser things than he yeah. would have said. <laughs> much wiser. The stuff you guys have been saying have, have been like a plus relationship advice. I think. Yeah. uh I don't know. In a couple of weeks, we, me and uh, we've been planning like a live, uh, like talk show thing with like on IGTV. We'll just do lives with y'all. Oh, I'm down. I'm so down. Yeah, because yeah. people send me relationship questions, right? Yeah, this, it'll be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know. I'll give you well, actual information. For sure, for sure. And I just want it for anybody that's listening. I also want you to know that, like, in every situation that we've been presented with, we've talked about how easy it is to get into them too. Yeah, these things happen, and you don't always see yourself going into these situations, right. and then you look up and you're like, "You're all oh, shit. How did I get here?" Like, yeah. none of us are perfect. We've been through similar things. We just calling your ass out. So like you gotta get checked too. You can't just Definitely. like you sent the story in. We yeah. trying to help you out. You sent it in for advice hour. We just giving them advice. Definitely. Or even for the people who like not the not necessarily like the victim or like the other person, but like the other person, if you realize that like you are the manipulative one, because I think a lot of girls can be very manipulative too. Like there's ways to have honest conversations, be like, hey, this isn't if you're in a relationship you don't want to be in anymore, like you're leading the person on or whatever. Like you can also own up to that and talk about it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And it's okay. No, you know, things happen. People are human, but this is how, like, you know, me and Val had spoke about maturity and growth and like growing, like these things are things that we have obviously gotten through age, through hurting people and being hurt. So yeah. like, it's understandable if you're 21, 22 years old and don't know these things. It's understandable even if you're 30 something years old, but you've only had limited dating experience. These things come with time. So nobody's trying to, um, you know, diminish your experience or make you feel like it's, it's way more. You, you wrote us a paragraph over years of experience. I'm sure right. there's way yeah. more to the story, but we still gonna get on your ass when you sound, you know, we still gonna get on your ass. And it, and it doesn't mean you're a bad person. I think people get right. hung At up on, on that idea of like, am I a good or bad person? Or you're not stupid and you're not dumb. Yeah. yeah. This happens. Yeah. I, I, I think some people are stupid, though. Okay, some of them are. <laughs> some of them are, but we're going to be nice. Uh, look, man, this is going to be some things you say, yo, that was, that was fucking stupid, bro. <laughs> but, like, I've also been stupid, yeah. though. We've yeah. all been also stupid, though. Yeah. So, I just... Yeah, like, it's not... It's not, it's when, if I ever, it's not like that. It's not like, oh, she's stupid. I was stupid too. I was stupid for years. You know, like we, we were all stupid. Yeah, like we all have done things that we're not proud of. But my friends called me out. We friends, sis. I called you out. The end. Love it. Yeah. So if you're listening, you know these. You got some friends just telling you the truth. You guys have been absolutely amazing. I just gotta say, oh, thank, thank I know, you. I'm telling you, it's been really good. Yeah. That's what I said earlier, and I, I got like, laughed at. So I didn't laugh. Who laughed <laughs> yeah, at you? you? Did. I laughed. Yes. It was it was the energy that you said it with that I was laughing at. It was so like <laughs> very like. Thanks. This was fun. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, when I when I go on a lot of zooms and stuff like that, I have no idea what I'm going home with because again, a lot of accounts like Nice Life RN don't have a face. So I'll be <laughs> like, oh, hey, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I uh, I love that you didn't know if I was a dude or not. That's that's uh. Still, it's no. Weird. I had I had no, no that, idea. That's mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going for. Race, he thinks age, he and I've been me. and I've been following you for years. I've been following you for years, and I do, do other people know? Am I the only person that don't know? The people who watch some of the story feeds, I, every now and then I'll show up on the actual story oh, feed, okay. but on the page, like, okay. like yeah, I don't. Or really like, show. well, you have your thing tagged now. No, not anymore. Oh, you took it off. Yeah, you know the. You went back to being like, I want to be more. No, no, you know when when you're online doing things that's 
pissing a bunch of people off. You yeah. know, you don't <laughs> want to keep making yourself super easy yeah. to find. So that's true. Is that why you do it? The majority of people who follow the account by now know it's me, but okay, I'm removing the tag from that that line or my handle is just yeah. making it one one more step. Which yeah. people are pretty lazy. They might be mad, and then if they can't find me in one second, they'll drop it. But if my tag's on there, next thing they're stalking my whole life trying to find out where I live and whatever else. And how long have you, how, when did you start your page? Uh, 2015. Um, okay. And yeah, I mean, for a couple of years, it was growing pretty steadily. And I think it was three years ago when I got to California and started travel nursing that uh, the page kind of like really grew. Some of the reason people relate to that page though is because of this kind of blunt, talk about stuff you know a lot of the stuff that like ends up showing up in memes or even the conversations are pretty like straight to the point about nursing and i remember when i first started the account like making jokes about people giving nurse doses was like really taboo was, like they're like i can't believe you did that but i was just like i see it at work <laughs> and, like, <laughs> i'm telling you what i've seen don't say that you've done it no, i'm just kidding no i I'm, no, I did not say that. <laughs> no, I know. Well, it's the relatability because yeah, you know it's that it's a real thing. That's what it is. The people that are popular are the people that are relatable. relatable. Yeah. It's true. So true. And I, I feel like a lot of times or for a long time in like the nursing space, it was that very like corny, like caricature of like what it's like to be a nurse that was being represented on social media. Not like the reality of like what nurses are actually like, which is like normal people? human beings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, superhuman beings because we got a lot of personalities. Yeah, if we pretend like nursing is just like this cookie cutter thing, then it's not. It isn't. Yeah, it isn't. You know, and it's so people really think that all nurses are exactly the same. They think that we all do the same thing. Yeah, they have no idea that there are nurses that don't haven't put in IVs in fifteen years. Yeah, like <laughs> people have people. No, seriously, people really think that all nursing is exactly the same. They think that L and D nurses should be able to perform a tracheotomy. Like, no, they don't even know what that is. Like, it's not. Yeah, it, it's so diverse. Till people are sick in the hospital, they, they don't think that you just bring them. They don't see it. Like fluff their pillow. Yeah. Right, right. And they think that we all have the same expertise. Like, no, I'm not about to cut you. I don't know nothing about no damn surgery. I'm not a surgical nurse. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. so it, it just all depends on what area you're in. Like, even with COVID, people be like, oh my God, mm-hmm. are you like New York? Oh my God, are you guys just like, no, we in Philadelphia. We got like 12 cases. Like, no. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, but because everyone listened to your video and they stayed home. <laughs> like, Pennsylvania has been doing like somewhat okay. Okay. But it's just the principle that like people think that when you say things that like it's always coming from a place of like the majority. Like that's why a lot of my followers are New York because they thought I was from New York because of my video. Like, no, Philly didn't even get COVID yet. And I just was mad. (laughs) 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 I was just irritated. You know, I wasn't in the swamps. Like I wasn't, you know, don't get me wrong. We did get to our point where we were like way busier and understand we still are. You know what I mean? But COVID keeps changing. The population of patients that we have from COVID keep changing. So before COVID was all nursing home patients that were delirious and like this close to death. Now, most of our COVID patients are traumas that came in from gunshots or car accidents that just so happened to have COVID. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good lot of those. So, yeah. And it just depends on where you live. Like some places like Sharon Stone. I don't know if you saw her video today talking about COVID. Um, and her family and how Montana's not testing people. That's not how Philly is. Philly's testing a lot of people. So I guess it just depends on where you are. Yeah, which would be really nice if we could 
do all this COVID stuff on like a un- united front, like one plan. Oh, yeah. That's why other countries are fine and we're still with this that shit. requires a leader. Yeah, we're going to be putting out fires for like the next five years. Oh, it's bad. Did you guys see that article about Wuhan hosting a big ass yeah. party? <laughs> Wuhan like, Florida what? looked like Florida out there. I was like, damn. The party looked lit though. I got to say. Lit. I saw it. I was like, what? Lit, well, they, bro. you know, it's it's the the media has made everyone so insecure in the media that now no one believes anything. Right. So like yeah. they did it to themselves. Like you know, the government they did this to themselves. Like if y'all would have had a united front from the beginning and just shut down every damn thing, there's no reason that COVID should have hit Philadelphia the way it did. Because New York, there's fucking bridges. You literally <laughs> can't get fucking here unless you got a fucking bridge. You should have told everybody, listen, you got till April first to get the fuck where you supposed to get and go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then people would have had to get where they had to get and sit down. <laughs> April 1st, all these bridges is closing and you won't be able to get to the other side unless you show a hospital ID or a grocery store ID. Yeah. yeah. It's simple. I don't understand how we got to the point where Jersey was flooded. Philly was, it just doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Yeah. There's bridges to every single one of these locations. You literally can't get there. Unless like you swimming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, there. This, this, there, there were so many choices here. So many choices here. Yeah. All right. Sheena, Valentine, thank you guys so much for coming on. This has been great talking to you guys. Yeah, thank you. Any last thoughts or words? What I got to say is don't date co-workers. (laughs) (laughs) JK, thank you so much for having me. That's like your final results. Yeah, what's your official final vote? What do you think? I think that in a lot of the cases that we spoke about, they were dating co-workers in an unhealthy situation. So they weren't good examples. But in general, if you date somebody like the one young lady who really found love and it worked out for you, I'm all for it. You're with these people for so many hours a week. It's understandable to fall in love. So I always believe that love wins. So hope it happens for all of us. That's tough to follow. (laughs) Good luck. luck. This has been great. I definitely hope we could do um, something like this again. This is how I see it. Like I said in the beginning, you could do it, man. Just be honest. If you're honest up front, I really think it washes away 90% of the problems. So the second thing is for guys, especially guys, listen, it's fine, man, but you got one shot per unit, You got one (laughs) shot per unit per shift. And if you fuck that up, that's it, man. (laughs) That's it. Go somewhere else. The boys that do that stuff with the stuff, you're going to be known. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. That's it. And you know, Here's the thing. You shouldn't lie to people that you got to see every day. That's just common sense. Like somebody that can find out your lie that you have to see, it's just not smart to lie to them. And that's why I say that those type of relationships, you have to be really careful because you're going into a situation where everything is find out a bull. If you're married, I'm going to eventually find out somebody here knows that. Like, for sure all right guys. guys but thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it this was so fun thank you guys this has been dope amazing it's late over there where you are so thank you yeah, sorry oh my for God. <laughs> late. Oh my God. Oh, we're good she's nice <laughs> she's good. I'm, good. Yeah. I'm a nice ship nurse we don't sleep like good. that well good morning <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thanks again all right thank you you guys have a good night all right bye. peace guys nice to meet you emily nice to meet you too Ooh, all right, right. bye bye, bye brandon <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and like we said at the start, I feel like after that conversation, I left with some things to reflect on. So I hope that was the same for you. And uh, as always, 
If you enjoy this podcast and you would like to support us, the best way to do so is to buy merch on the Nurse Speak website. There's plenty of new things on there. Uh, we're going to be doing a weekly live called Sundays Are For The Plants. A flexible weekly live. Flexible. Sometimes if we get busy, we might not do it. Yeah. You know, it's a little stressful sometimes. I don't know. But we do what we can. Yeah. I'll be getting a little nervous. True. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Get very nervous. But yeah, we'll be going live. I'll have people come on. We will read those messages and honestly get some advice and we'll get to engage with you guys in real time. So that's always dangerous. So don't work Sunday nights. Take Sundays off. No one, I mean, all of you. This is him watering <laughs> y'all, you guys. And we're also going to do an activity. So it's I think- It's exciting. It'll be fun. It's called- uh, Sundays are, I already, I said that. Sundays are for the plants. Oh shit, I didn't hear <laughs> it's, it. It's all right. Uh, it'll be a good time. We love you guys. I hope uh, you guys are all having a great week. You guys take care. Bye.